a company match will match a percentage of your contributions on top of what you contribute. And uh, what's great about that is that it's free money. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Development Best Practices Podcast brought to you by ILM Professional Services. I am your podcast host, Jason Erdahl, and on today's episode, I am pleased to welcome back Kamran Ayub, Pluralsight author, speaker, and consultant. So, Kamran and I had a great plan, create a four-part series on best practices in personal finance for developers. It was a good plan, but luckily for you, dear listener, we talked about some other great topics beyond the plan, 401ks, financial independence, and FU money. Rather than just lose that, it's here in this bonus episode. I hope you enjoy it. It's some of the most valuable advice you'll hear. Without further ado, here's Kamran. All right. So uh, one of the topics that we've been chatting about a lot, um, but we haven't talked about specifically is uh, 401ks and other savings vehicles that the government wants us to use if we can. Do you have a take on 401k, Kamran? How do you how do you feel about them? How how big of uh, a, a part of our investment strategy should these be? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, um, I was lucky enough when I joined my first company, um, there were a Fortune 500 company. They actually opted everyone into the 401k automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different than like my, my wife who works at a school where she had to fill out paperwork and, and opt in manually. Um, and I'm so glad that they did because at that time, it's like, what, 22? I was not really thinking about personal finance. And um, lo and behold, about five years into my career, we decided to make a big change where we wanted to go overseas. And I'm so glad that my company had automatically started my investments. And I believe that they started me at around 5%. Um, We had enough funds in there to be able to bridge the gap for our savings um, to go on this really big trip. Um, So... I think if you have access to a 401k, you should, you know, definitely be investing in it. But more than that, a lot of companies provide what they call a company match. A company match will match a percentage of your contributions um, on top of what you contribute. So, and uh, what's great about that is that it's free money. So if you (laughs) are, if you're not contributing up to the amount where they do the match, you are, Imagine, you know, a pile of money on your front doorstep and you are lighting it on fire. That's what happens <laughs> when you're when you're not using the company match. Yeah. Um, so at least contribute that much. Um, but the other thing they did was automatically increase the contribution by 1% each year unless I changed it. And mm-hmm. so by the time I left that company, I was at 10% um, or even 11%. And then I brought that over into the new company. And so uh, in we've talked about the aggregation of marginal gains 1% each year, like adds up a lot and uh, you get comfortable with that. So when you go 1% each time, it's not a huge jump. And so your lifestyle, you know, you're you're still able to enjoy your lifestyle, um, but you're just making really small changes. So that's, that's my take on it. 
No, I, I, I agree with you. I was lucky enough to just have maxed out my 401k from the jump from my very first job. Um, so it never really occurred. I never really missed it because it was never there because I maxed it out from the start. So, and now for 30 years, I've maxed it out and it really adds up. It's just stunning the amount that it adds up. Um, that oh, 401k. Yes. So oh, I yes. am, a, I'm a big believer in all those years of the company matching. Um, that was so nice of all those companies. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So anyway, 401k, it's good stuff. Um, we talked about one last topic, this idea of financial independence. What does that mean to you? Okay. So when I was introduced to this concept of financial independence, I didn't understand sort of what it meant. And I think the way that I would describe it for someone is you are independent from working. You are work optional. Um, And so what's funny about this is that it's sort of another word for retirement, right? Because Mm -hmm. when you reach age 65, you do your traditional retirement. Technically that's financial independence. So you've, you've, uh, You've invested enough where you can live off your investments um, by drawing down from them. So your your investment account is large enough that it pays for your expenses. Right. But financial independence is a little is similar to retirement, but it's just uh, the state of your finances. So when you are financially independent, that can be at any time, from you know when in your twenties to in your thirties yeah. to in your sixties. Um, and some people might never reach financial independence because um, they might either be working until you know until they um, can't work anymore. Um, but it's a it's a it's something that you can calculate. You can calculate based on your expenses when you could be work optional, um, and so that's what financial independence is. And then there's aspects of it about you know drawing down from investments and things like that, a little bit more technical. But the long and short of it is that when you're financially independent, you no longer have to work for money. You can yeah. do what you want to do for your work. You can uh, work at a nonprofit. You can not work at all. You can do what you love to do um, yeah. earlier than a traditional retirement. Yeah. And just like a lot of things, once you stop working for money, you, you don't work for need. You work because you choose to work it changes the calculus a great deal. You start valuing work for work's sake, as opposed to it being a method for you to feed your family and pay off the mortgage. Um, it changes it a bit. It makes it imminently more enjoyable. The concept of an encore career is one, it's a career that you take on after you've done everything you wanted to in your original career and achieved that financial independence. It seems like a crazy dream when you're first starting out investing, but some of those scenario tools that you talked about, um, um, those are those really help you to understand how close it can be and how wonderful it really is. Very liberating. I remember my mom, uh, we lost my dad somewhere along the way, and um, my mom um, uh, could have retired at 65 from the University of Wisconsin, but she chose to keep working, but on her terms doing just the things that she was most capable of doing, writing government grants, 
and just slowly ride, you know, fading into the background on her own terms until her volunteer work became more important than the work she was doing for the university. It was yeah. it was a great example, and I've seen so many. We are developers, right? We we have skills that we can use to better the world. Um, and frankly, one of those things is to make some money and use that money for good things and also use our skill for good things, right? Yes. Um, we don't just have to golf when yep. we reach financial independence. Though golfing's fun too. I don't mean to bash the golfing. So Yeah, I think anyway. uh, a lot of people you know, have this vision of, well, retirement means sitting on a beach and doing nothing. But I can't I can't imagine doing nothing. You know, like yeah. I, I love to uh, work on things that I enjoy working on, like open source yep. and uh, and my yep. home rent of you know home DIY and things like that. Um, and financial independence gives you that freedom and flexibility, and it basically gives you options, right? Oh. Uh, I think maybe a good way to think about it is think back to when the pandemic started, and yeah. think about that anxiety that we all had together. At the yeah. start of the pandemic, you're not sure what's going to happen. Um, are you going to get laid off? How are you going to work? I mean, financial independence removes that anxiety because you yeah. have this cushion, this net underneath you that's going to catch you if anything bad happens. Um, and especially, too, in an economy like this where we've seen tech companies be doing layoffs, um, uh, financial independence uh, gives you that that mindset. Um, I've heard it described as F you money. And that's, that's, what I, <laughs> that's also what I like to call it. So financial independence is F you money. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's great. That is outstanding. Well, comrade, what a great end to a great series on personal finance. I am so grateful for your time. Uh, thank you on behalf of me and the listeners. We're going to include a bunch of stuff in the show notes on how people can get a hold of you. Um, I'm sure people might have questions. I am certain that this will not be the last time that you appear on the Development Best Practices podcast. I, uh, I, uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. Awesome, Jason. It's been a, a great pleasure. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, sir. Okay, okay. We're done now, I promise. At least for a little while. This was a bonus part five episode of our four-part personal finance series. Again, I hope you enjoyed it and found value in it. The Development Best Practices podcast is brought to you by ILM Professional Services. ILM cares about the developers in our community and their financial health. It's one of the reasons we're putting together this podcast series. If you're interested in joining a company that cares about your whole self, not just the part you give during working hours, and as a 401k match, please consider joining ILM. Visit our website at ilmservice.com today and check out our careers page for more information. We're just at the start of our second season. Are there any topics from season one that you'd like us to revisit? Any new topics you would like us to cover? Please email us at podcast at ilmservice.com with your thoughts. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.